KJ Bryant. And it's not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. This nigga said, hold on, this nigga said. That's a fucking lie. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex day. Sex day. I swear, I'm gonna get better at the outros, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like the intros, like I'm nailing those right now. It's not just me. I believe that in the next 10 years, if they're going to, not that she doesn't deserve it, I don't want people to take this out of context, what I'm about to say, but if they're going to let one woman become a coach in the progressive, the world's getting more progressive every year. I see us getting progressive enough to where it's time for a woman to be the head coach of, of a basketball team. And to be completely honest, she'd probably be better than a lot of the coaches out there right now. She coached under Popovich. You know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. I'm, I'm going to take it one step back from that. Right? I don't think they're going to give her the platform of the NBA right away. But I think she would be the first woman coach of a male's college basketball team first. You get what I'm saying? Well, and, I mean, and she, like, might, she might remember I said it, she has 10 years. Sometime in the next 10 uh-huh. years, I said she'll be an NBA head coach. So even if it happens okay, okay. On, the, on year number nine, I still win. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 well, you're I, I, definitely, I definitely see her like, Putting her through like a little system first, you know, even though she's been with Pop for what five years now, I guess something like that. Yeah, I could see her like testing her first. You feel me? Go do three years at a, a male college first. You see, see how everybody responds. See how how the locker room is. Like, so they like to experiment first. You get what I'm saying? Right. And then bring her into the NBA, NBA, and see how she do. All right, so let's um um Pat Summit. That's her name. I couldn't think of her name. Yeah, she would have been. She would have been an excellent coach as far as like an NBA first woman NBA coach. You get what I'm saying? Like I, I used to watch her coach all the time, man. Uh, and then she passed away. RP passed on it, man. Yeah. If she didn't edit that out. (laughs) 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 All right, so moving on. Um, So since 2017, um, the NFL had reported that only 15% of their total revenue actually came from ticket sales. And it's been declining ever since that. And with that being said, with the rise of technology and virtual reality definitely going to be a growing and bigger thing that's probably going to be the thing of the decade is everyone trying to get to VR first and do VR right. I think whoever can figure out how to do VR right and can make it to where you're sitting at home and you feel like you're courtside at the basketball game is going to be the next like unicorn company like they're going to they're going to be so huge it's going to be like the facebook you know what i'm saying it's like it's going to be like one of those things whoever can get the vr see, first and I either think- either that either that or while you at the game man, it makes you feel like you're on the field you know what i'm saying like say say you're watching a game from with a referee standing at or something like that you know what i'm saying like that's a different view while you're at the game like that'll be dope 
Right, because we got we got to we got to save these ideas, man. Somebody gonna try to save. Because think about it, need, most of their money comes from TV revenue, merch, and all that stuff like that. It doesn't really come from the ticket sales. You see what I'm saying? So for real, all right. it, the people at the game aren't really generating the money for the league or for the teams. So it seems see? like it's gonna be good business sense for them to focus on the presentation of it. To where, like, imagine imagine a football game that was shot in a 360-degree manner that didn't have a stadium crowd there. It was just them on the field playing it out. Mm-hmm. And they could simulate the crowd. But look, but look. Either that, now, that would be working against ticket sales, right? Because everybody would rather stay home than come into the game. But the problem is to fix the ticket sales. So now you have to figure out how to make the actual game inside the stadium more interactive with the people. Right, unless so that's that, unless of a has right, yeah, yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? So the, to me, it's, it's figuring out the, the person that that do the VR first, <laughs> basically. To me, like if, the, if somebody figure out how to do it in home. And now you're at home and watching the game. Like you said, that that sounds dope. You feel me? Like nobody's in the stadium type of shit. It's just you watching the game. You feel me? Like that would be dope. That would be a dope ass experience. You know what I'm saying? But it will always also be a dope ass experience if you're at the game and then you on like a VR and like say like me, <laughs> I go to nosebleed automatically. You feel me? I'm up there, so. So if I'm in a nosebleed, but I put the VR on, and then I can see the game from like the referee perspective. Okay, okay, then, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. You get what I'm saying? Like that would that would be more interactive to me. You feel me? Like, or I don't know. You can make it's so much tech, so many things you can do with technology nowadays that you can make that like a thing. Like that would be dope. All right, I think that this decade in the NBA, um, not only in the NBA, I think in maybe most sports leagues, but definitely the NBA, possibly the NFL, there will be a lockout this next decade. And it's going to start here. And I'm not trying to blame him for it, but I am blaming him for it. If the Clippers can win at least one championship with Kawhi Leonard on that team. Doesn't have to be this year. It could be next year. It could be the year after. As long as they win a championship with Leonard playing in this load management thing that he's doing, it's going to start to become a trend, and that's going to impact the lockout. It's going to impact it. It's not going to be the cause of it, but it's going to impact it. But with that load management thing, I'm wondering, is it already secretly about to become a bigger thing and how should we as fans feel about it? Like for me, it doesn't bother me because I wasn't going to watch the Clipper games anyways. I'm a Laker fan, but I would imagine for a Clipper fan, especially one that buys tickets to the game would be pissed off that the star player that they just paid 200 something million dollars to doesn't play every fucking game, even though he's not hurt. He just negotiated that he doesn't have to play every game. Is this going to be a trend? Uh, I think <clears throat> I think the lockout happens. I say the next three years. 
Um, matter of fact, I say LeBron play about three, four more years, and before he leaves, he, he makes some changes. You get what I'm saying? As far as um, because what they, what they already trying to do is have like a mid season tournament, and like uh, I guess MLS do. You feel me? They have mid season tournaments, then they have the playoffs and the championship like that. But if they do that, then you have to bring the regular season games down. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. I don't think there's enough players pushing for it right now. Like, Kawhi, you feel me? Of course, it's all the, the, the older main players that do, like, the, the uh, <clears throat> little management now. You feel me? The Kawhi's, Anthony Davis's, LeBron those type of players but the younger generation coming in I think they're going to start to see it and it's going to be a prevention thing for them like they're going to start looking at it like you know what if they can do it and they're able to negotiate these huge deals then I can just ball out my first three years then when it's time to re-up that free agency contract, go sign a huge mm-hmm. deal, and then only play half the regular season games, good enough to get us somewhere middle of the pack in the playoffs, and then hoop my ass off in the playoffs. I get it. It's a good hustle. But if you do that on the team that I like, I am going to be mad at you. I'm going to blow <laughs> every fucking time. But, Fuck that. No. But that's why, that's why they try to find a way to bring the regular season games down. So opposed to say, like, they said Kawhi might play 65 out of 82 games or 60 out of 82 games. Right. You know what I'm saying? So if you make the regular season, I say 60 games, you feel me, 55, 60 games. Or 65, 65 games, I would say. And then you have a mid-season tournament that's an extra five, six games, something like that, one one game elimination style, you feel me, that type of thing. Right, I can right. see it working out. Because that's what, that's probably 70 games, 70 games or something like that. And then you can still choose to sit out, I guess, 10 games of that season. You get what I'm saying? So now you're missing, the, the audience is missing less of your, you feel me, of your fate. You feel me, like you're playing more percentage of the time than you are now. Because okay. if you play, you get what I'm saying? So, like, even though he's still sitting 10 games, you still see him more because it's less games. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense, but I, I get it in my head. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, D- Colin Kaepernick, you know what I'm saying? He's had a wild ride. Question is, do you think that in the future that... Colin Kaepernick is going to run for some type of public office, like mayor of somewhere. Um, I hope not. Um, <laughs> no, no, not not for no, no, not for no bad reason. Because um, to me that restricts him. You get what I'm saying? He can't say certain shit. He can't do certain shit. And I think his movement is more powerful than that structure. So I think he, he what he's doing now, you feel me? I think he could take it to another level and, and still command the same respect and the same power as a a mayor or 
somebody in some type of office or something like that. You get what I'm saying? Like, right, right. People like that. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, they didn't need to be on the Congress or in the mayor's office or something. Like, they did They work out on the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the magnitude of his position right now. And I think he'll, he'll do much better, like, with the people. Like, actually on the grounds, you feel me, doing if, if we going to protest mode, like, actually in this mode, you feel me, you don't have to have a filter on his mouth. Like, fuck the NFL now. You feel me, like, do what you got to do now. Fuck it. You okay, know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, right, right, right. All right, so usually around this time of year, it gets annoying on the internet simply because it's predictable. You know you're going to see the New Year's resolution hashtag post, and you're going to see the New Year's new me. You're going to see the walking out of this year like this, and all. you're going to see all the same <laughs> things, right? So I expected to see all this shit when I got on the internet this morning. So I get to my office, turn the computer on, pour a cup of coffee, go on Twitter, and the first thing I see is New Year's challenge. And I said, huh. And I looked through all the rest of the trending hashtags and I didn't see New Year's resolution. And I went on Instagram and I saw New Year's challenge. I didn't see New Year's resolution. And then I said to myself, holy shit. I said, did they just kill New Year's resolution? Because everything becomes a challenge now. There was Everything was a challenge this past decade. And challenge right. seemed to officially brought its way into the next decade because I think challenge just killed resolution. There might not be a thing as a news of resolution anymore. According to, Um, according to the internet. (laughs) Oh, I think, I think, I don't know. I don't know. You forgot I'm still locked out on my like, shit. Listen, um, listen. I, I, I know you're still locked out on your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I ain't seen the New Year's challenge yet. Um, <laughs> you ain't seen the New Year's shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't seen shit. But that's cool. That's okay. Um, yeah, this decade is definitely the challenge. And what I noticed, you feel me, it's not official until it becomes a challenge. You get what I'm saying? Like right, right. ALS challenge or right. the, what was the, the Millie Rock challenge or whatever the case, or whatever the challenges were in this decade. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So niggas probably don't take the resolution serious no more. Like, nigga, it's a challenge, nigga. <laughs> That's the only way it's going to happen if it's a challenge. Yeah, so it's, so it's because <laughs> I've never been the New Year's resolution type nigga. I don't do no New Year's resolution. Right. But now that it's a challenge, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So I was on a little New Year's challenge out there, and my challenge is that, shameless plug, our new podcast, Higher Learning, that we will be recording in the spring, will be yes, as successful sir. as I believe it will be in my head. I don't know. Yes, sir. And even if it's not, okay. even if it's not, we're going to have so much fun recording it that I don't even fucking care if you guys listen to it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I will package that shit up and, s- and sell it somehow. You know what I mean? Somehow, right. <laughs> Fuck it. 
Okay, all right. So we, I, I am not new to this. You you guys only think that I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've only known me for about 15 episodes now, but yeah, it, it goes it goes longer than this. You know what I mean? It goes it is deeper than that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're doing New Year's challenges. Okay, my New Year's challenge. Um. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a uh, uh, I don't want to make a kind single. Of, kind uh, of a lover boy. Hey, go ahead, do it. Go ahead. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Uh, I'm gonna say my new challenge is just to keep progressing, man. That's that's all. I'm, I ain't gonna put no numbers on nothing. I ain't gonna. You feel me, man? No, no, I just want to keep progressing. That's all it's about look, to me. Look, I ain't going That New Year's challenge was the equivalent of a nigga getting the praying hands on his arm um, when he gets. So happy New Year's, yo! Oh, and, and, and we'll be dropping, we'll be dropping a regular episode this weekend like we normally do. So yeah, sir. Allah. And we out here. All right. And it still sucks, but that's okay. <laughs> if you want to listen to more, visit our official website at www.it'snotjustmepodcast.com. Not just me.